Hey guys, it's your host Barbara and it's another episode of Strictly Too Much Information. On this week's episode, we're talking about toxic relationships and we're back with a returning guest to the show, Anita. Hi. I'm <laughs> so weird. Um, oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks for having me back um yeah i was genuinely shocked when you asked me again like i'm not even joking i was like is she is she sure it's me i love your i love your banter and obviously because this episode is so juicy and i wanted your opinion so <laughs> who better to have than anita herself thank you anita for agreeing to that's no worries this problematic episode i'm excited <laughs> I basically had a bunch of my friends on Instagram send me signs of what they perceive as a toxic relationship. So mm. I'm going to go through a couple of those and some that I found through my own research and me and Anita are going to be giving our unsolicited <laughs> opinions on whether we deem these as toxic or not. And just a small disclaimer, none of us are relationship coaches. Don't come for us. This is just our unsolicited opinion. If you don't like it, then stop listening. I'm joking. Please listen. <laughs> if you don't like it, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's actually not my problem. <laughs> like, I said what I said and I meant what I said. You know what I mean? Wow. Okay, Denzel Dion. <laughs> it's my opinion. Like, you don't have to hold it to your own. So, according to Urban Dictionary, a toxic relationship, a relationship between two or more people who are constantly fighting with each other, but trying to maintain a relationship. That is the ghetto mm. definition of a toxic yeah. relationship. Toxic yeah, relationship. That's, a very, that's very like, this is the top word, the definition of toxic, and this is the definition of relationship. Now we put them together. Because mm -hmm. I feel like you, so I'm really getting into it, but I feel like toxic relationships don't always have to you, be you two arguing all the time. Like mm -hmm. there are some subtle things can go on and you won't even realize you're in a toxic situation Period. You know I mean? <laughs> no i'm actually nervous to address some of the things that people sent me because i wasn't expecting people to be like so forward about this is anonymous isn't it <laughs> right yeah by the way everyone who sent me a response your status will remain anonymous you know for the sake mm -hmm. of your well-being and <laughs> not finding out about your business right i'm gonna randomly select some okay, I'm excited. Here's I'm excited. Like i got thousands of entries right so Number one, gaslighting. What's your opinion, Anita? Um, isn't gaslighting when like someone tries to annoy you on purpose? Um, right? I would say yes and no, but also they're manipulative about your experiences with them. So say for instance, I punch you in the head, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, blah, blah. And then we get into an argument, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, remember when you punched me in the head? That's what that's yeah. like. apparently don't don't like, you guys, but yeah, that's my assumption of what gaslighting is. I think gaslighting is toxic. One hundred percent. Period. Um, like no questions about it. Like it's one hundred percent toxic. Like, are you crazy? I think it's you're, you're trying to manipulate how you have affected me. Are you dumb? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I think it's one of those things that could be solved. (laughs) Oh, because I feel like a lot of the time you need to understand the reason why someone is is gaslighting you. You know Uh what I mean? Unless it's the personality, there's always a reason. And I'm not saying you should stay in that relationship. Don't get me wrong. However, you could be the one who's toxic. Of course, it takes two to tango. But gaslighting is toxic. Period. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And <laughs> I would say if, if that's a constant thing that somebody's doing in your life, yeah, leave them, leave that person behind. You don't need them in your life. Like, mm-hmm, life is already stressful enough. You don't need added stress for no reason over some, mm-hmm. like, what is this person giving to you in that relationship? Whether mm-hmm. that's not clearly, pregnant <laughs> other, your family. <laughs> like your friend what are they giving to you what are they contributing to your life other than stress nothing leave you don't need that in your life just leave um, <laughs> as you can tell Barbara's is very passionate yes, about that i'm very passionate about it so another one i got in was when you are so focused on yourself that your partner has no space to exist in the relationship Okay, right. So you are in a toxic relationship, but also I think the person who's too focused on themselves should not be in a relationship, full stop. You know what I mean? If you want to focus on yourself, yeah, that's never going to be a bad thing. You know what? Develop, grow, get that bread. You know what I mean? However, you're not meant to be in a relationship. If you can't understand how that other person is feeling or dedicate a little segment of your time for someone else... Yeah. Despite everything that you're aiming for or going towards, like, don't like. Okay, but it depends what they mean by thinking about themselves. Like, are they just thinking, "Oh my days, what should I eat? Let me not cook him dinner." You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, if you can't dedicate time to your other half, then you're not meant to be in the relationship. You're making it difficult on them, and you're toxic. So leave wow. once again. Leave. I mm-hmm. see. The thing is, I get where you're coming from, but I think it really really depends like are you a clingy person number one right that's the number one Mm -hmm. and then also number two what is that person focusing their time on if it's just plain old leisure time right yeah and it's nothing productive and they never want to spend time with you leave pack your bags and leave right that's what i'm saying it depends like if it's because they're trying to you know get a raise or get an education or Mm -hmm. whatever or like you know grow their business like personally why are you standing in the way just because you can't sit on your own for a little bit you know what i mean you should be supporting your partner rather than complaining that they're looking up that they're trying to grow yeah if you know they just want to hang out with them and um like they don't really care to spend time with you they can't be bothered to go out with you they can't do this they can't do that like if they don't care about you that's how but it then is. again looking at it outside of a like relationship with a significant other i feel like personally from my own experience i've had friends who i'm first of all i'm not a needy person right I can, like, some of my really, really, really good friends, I probably only see, let's say, once or twice or three times a year, right? And obviously, if I ask to meet up with you and you agree, right? Great, Gucci, well done, right? But then if you're like, oh, actually, sorry, I've got plans with other people and we barely even see each other, I'm just like, 
do you even care where is this me? going do you get what i mean like do you yeah, even no, care no, do you get no. what i mean like there's yeah. a difference when you see somebody like on a regular basis right as opposed to when you only see them once in a while like i i think it, this one really depends on like i said how attached this person is to who they have this relationship with but also looking at the goals and aspirations and where that other person is spending their time if it's purely Mm -hmm. just leisure time and they clearly don't want to spend time with you then you need to cut off that relationship it's a waste of time do you go i mean it takes two to have a relationship it can't be one another one um somebody sent in was no communication is that toxic is it not toxic what's your opinion what's it like what does this mean i feel like an agony aunt what do you mean by no communication i'm assuming probably they mean like they don't talk they don't meet they don't text i don't know they're they're never on the but i feel like in a romantic relationship when they say no communication it's like the person like doesn't communicate what they're doing or make plans or whatever to be honest most of the responses that i got in did seem like they were talking about romantic relationships but obviously i'm trying to look at it from From both both perspectives yeah i think i mean in a romantic relationship obviously communication is key um so if you're like not receiving any communication from your other half have you communicated to them that you feel that you're not you know getting any communication Mm -hmm. and if you have and they still haven't you know made an effort then you're in a toxic situation and leave you know what i mean yeah friendship sorry like i'm not gonna lie in a friendship right do you need to speak to your friends every day to still feel like your friends I'm just gonna throw that out there. It depends. Because I don't speak to some of my friends every day, but I know that you know when we meet, it will be perfect. Like we're still friends. You know what I mean? So are you like by no communication? Do you mean are they not speaking to you at all, or like are you just feeling a bit? You know, you like you haven't heard them from them in a while. They don't care about you anymore. Like, have you checked up with them? So I think this one's a bit difficult. Like, yeah, I get you could say it's toxic, kind of. However, what do they mean by this? Like, are they just not communicating their feelings? Because some people don't like to talk about feelings. Or are they not communicating? Like, they just don't text, you know? In the don't text situation, I've realized that you can't use I'm a bad texter as an excuse anymore. You're just toxic. Because... Because the last thing, um, red receipts on... (laughs) Yeah, because I feel like, right, you're not a bad texter. You just don't want to text them. You just don't want to reply. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Have you been leaving people on red? I can't lie. Wow. I used to the say that I was a bad texter, but it's purely because sometimes I see people's messages, right? And I'm just like, nah, not wow. today. Yeah. <laughs> I don't leave you on red, but I'll reply later. You know what I mean? What, so, like, you'll get a reply from me. Is that three to five business working days, or what does later mean to you? Because, no, I still reply the same day. Don't get me wrong, unless I forget. But I do reply the same day. It's just, like, I don't feel like I need to be in constant communication to yeah. maintain my friendships, you yeah. know? I would say um, no communication is a form of communication because if they're not communicating, that's their way of communicating to you. That's something. 
is wrong. Mm-hmm. This is from a relationship perspective, I would say. Like, if you yeah. have a significant other, right? And it's difficult. So, like, let's say if you're doing, let's say, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing because I'm obviously thinking things in my head. But, anyways, um, <laughs> let's say if you are in a long distance relationship, right? And your only form of communication is via oh. text or FaceTime. Do you get what yeah. I mean? Right? I'm if you're not. Yeah, if you're not communicating, that obviously means something. They don't like you. I shouldn't laugh, but it obviously means, you know, something is not right, right? Yeah. It's either somebody else has occupied their attention or maybe they're dead. I'm joking. They're most likely mm-hmm. just, just not. And if your friends tell you that they're just busy, they're lying to you to protect your feelings. <laughs> or, they're just, or they're just liars period yeah. right yeah, maybe maybe they're the toxic ones too maybe you just need to reevaluate all your relationships right but then on a friendship <laughs> basis i would say no communication um could be a form of i would say it's toxic i would say i am a i was gonna say i'm a victim of this no mm. i am somebody that sometimes I, I don't want to call it ghosting because I wouldn't say it's ghosting, but um, mm. sometimes I will go silent on people because they. Yeah, but I feel like that's because you. Well, like from messaging you, obviously, I feel like you're very good at like holding a conversation via text and like texting in general, um, and like communicating. Like I feel like you're very good at communicating. So if you were to go silent on me, for example, I would know that something is wrong. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I would I'm know. saying, okay. like, it's toxic in me because, obviously, I know that's yeah. <laughs> that I could use towards people. Or my communicate, my no communication would be, like, let's say you send me a long sentence. I'll be like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, which I'm acknowledging now is obviously very toxic, but that's mm-hmm. my way of being, like, you've upset no. me. Do you get what I mean? And instead of yeah. me dealing with it like an adult and being like, yo, I didn't like when you did X, Y, and Z, I'm just going to mm-hmm. be like, thank you. Do you get what I mean? Like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't. But I'm not promoting what I'm doing. I'm not condemning it. Don't copy me because, you know, yeah, no. if anything, if anything I've learned, in my 25 years of living on planet earth is every connection you make with people is so important and vital you never know when you might need somebody right and because of the lack of communication or a bitter soul or holding a grudge right Mm -hmm. it may stop you from so many blessings so Mm -hmm. don't copy me yeah no I 100% agree because like I feel like I was one of those people as well like if I had a problem with someone I just wouldn't say anything like I just wouldn't say anything to them I wouldn't say anything about how I was feeling and like I feel like that's just such a bad way to lose a friend you know what I mean I don't think I mean unless you're just a horrible toxic person I don't think anyone really goes out of their way to harm someone or like upset someone Mm -hmm. and like I've just learned that you just need to air how you feel to solve that because you don't want to lose like genuine connections you know what I mean yeah so communicate communication is key in every relationship friendship amen family all of it's key 
definitely. So the next one is this one's quite woo. Oh yikes! <laughs> Infidelity is that too obvious? How about addiction? Again, too obvious. Well, yeah. Okay, let's tackle the first one. Infidelity. First of all, I hope you have not stayed because <laughs> you're an idiot. Second of all, Ooh. yes. Oh, come on. Way. What? If you stay, if someone cheated on you, you're telling me you'd stay. It, I think it really depends on the situation. Like you have to. Okay, I feel like that's just one of my rules. Like in life, I don't. No, care. no, no. Obviously, like we're saying this because we're not, let's say, in like fully committed relationships. I would say I consider yeah. a fully committed relationship being married. I don't know how I would act. I guess in the situation. However, I know that I would think I am an idiot if I stay with this man. Mm-hmm. And I will think that till the day I die. Regardless of whether I stay with them, I will still think that. Okay. There, will be certain, there will have to be certain factors that are keeping me there. You're basically saying, so if you were Beyonce and maybe you didn't sign a prenup, mm-hmm. this might not necessarily be an easy way out. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so basically uh, saying, no, 100%, I'll leave. Bye. Gone. I'm not saying 100% I'll leave. I'm saying right now, my in my headspace right now, like, I know that I do not want to stay with someone who has cheated on me. I know that, and I will always know that. Yeah. But obviously, there are situations that you cannot change, and there are, thing, there are a lot of other factors that come, especially when you're in a lifetime committed marriage or whatever. There are a lot of things that play a part into you deciding whether to leave or to stay. However, I know that I will never... Like, in my head, I will know that I will never want to stay. Like, I will always have wanted to leave, but I may have stayed. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would say... I mean, yeah, yeah, it does. I, w- I would say, from my personal perspective on that matter, right? First of all, my husband, before we even get married, I mm-hmm. will let him know <laughs> not the one, right? Yeah. I am not the one. Like, you know, me th- even thinking about it is driving me insane because I'm thinking about all the crazy stuff that I would do. Have you seen the movie Gone Girl? No, no, but I've heard of it. I've watched the I... movie Gone Girl, right? This is what infidelity could lead to, right? <laughs> Don't do it to yourself. Right? Um, and guys, I can actually back Barbara on this because I've heard some of the things that she said if certain things her husband does if he ever does them um yeah just don't do that (laughs) you know what have respect for me and don't marry me do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. just that that, that's it period just don't marry me number one and number two if you no longer have feelings for somebody Mm -hmm. if you're in a marriage whether you're not in a marriage i think the biggest form of respect you can show that person is to be like you know what I'm not into this anymore. I know it will hurt that person temporarily, but it will do way more good you telling them the moment you feel like that, right? Than being like in a, let's say a facade of a relationship, right? And then you find out that your husband is this other person, right? And it's like, 
it's so such a disrespect and dishonor to your wife your husband your girlfriend your boyfriend whoever it may be to cheat on them right especially when it comes to intimacy my goodness like you know all these love children that people have yeah (laughs) the pain you're inflicting on that child for no necessary reason right and then this other person that you're promised to you've lied to them like you don't know what that can mentally do to somebody my advice is don't lie if you catch feelings and then lose feelings and the relationship there's no I, i honestly believe that there's no point in forcing a relationship it, yeah, I think this and stupid and like obviously there are different reasons why infidelity happens sometimes people are in toxic relationships where it's abusive and you know very manipulative and you know some people may argue that you know that's a consideration to have because obviously how do you leave that type of environment safely do you get what i mean like yeah it's kind of a difficult question to address, if that makes sense. Like, it, there's no straightforward answer, but if you're in healthy, loving marriage on the outside, anyways, yeah. and you're not feeling it, rather than cheat on your spouse, just end end the relationship with them. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like, because I feel like the psychological damage that happens, yeah. like from someone being cheated on, would be so much worse than you just ending it yeah definitely i think that's something that you they will now then take into any future relationships like rather than just when you're breaking up with them yes you're like temporarily they will be heartbroken but it's more likely than not that they will be able to move on and like find someone else but when you cheat on someone you are damaging them psychologically for the rest of their lives and they will never forget that and they won't ever forget you yeah. because of what you've done so I feel like then and then you will always be toxic to that person and yeah. you know what? I would be that person who went and who goes and tells every single one of your future relationships what happens because you psychologically damaged me therefore you should not be allowed to be happy yeah that's toxic as well <laughs> <laughs> I no but I was, I was gonna say on top of that like it's also important because you know some um people don't know how to leave relationships where there are where there's infidelity like some some men are just they know that their spouses are cheating on them but they just turn the blind eye have respect for yourself god Mm -hmm. made you for a reason like don't disrespect yourself you are yeah, a king no. and you're a king and you deserve to be treated like a king and a queen. Right? Yeah, yeah. Don't ever settle for a prince when you can have a king. Yeah, it's yeah. true. I'm so serious. Feel, yeah, no, I agree. And I feel like we've really covered like infidelity is toxic to the next level. Like, and like, there's just no justification for that. So, yeah. Yeah. And then the what second one, the second part to that was addiction um um okay (laughs) (laughs) i think this was a bit difficult because sometimes addiction can be a um i'm thinking from a very scientific mindset like sometimes i think addiction can be something that's like physically they cannot stop like it's the psychological thing yeah therefore i wouldn't i don't know if i'd necessarily call that person toxic Mm. 
um, because I think like psychologically they cannot stop what they are doing because it has affected their brain. Yeah. Um, and I think this is like addiction to anything like drugs, alcohol, pornography, like anything, even, uh, yeah, I just think that there's a lot of things that come under this. I don't know if it would be correct to call that person toxic, but more that they need to get help, you know? No, I, think it I, I agree with you 100%. But then I'm also looking at addiction, like outside of the scientific perspective mm. of the matter. Yeah. You can be addicted to toxic people. Like there are people that go into the same type of relationship. Like, yeah, as to be honest, yeah. Whether it be they keep dating people that cheat on them or drug dealers or abusive do you get what I mean but then obviously there's so many aspects to it I think this is a lot of uh definitely in the um like straight female community I feel that especially when you're younger people think it's like people think it's like great to like date a trapper or like (laughs) or like I don't know or date date men that you know are gonna ruin your life like but I think the point like and I'm not justifying it it is toxic and you 100% is not good for you in any way shape or form I mean obviously you may have got some benefits while you're there and then but in the long run will you ever be able to form a healthy relationship Mm, probably not no you probably will but it will take a lot of work to come back from everything that's happened you know what I mean also there's always a link to other issues in terms of who you've been brought up those who you look up to etc etc so it's it's kind of a difficult that one I would say is it's it's a pretty difficult one to yeah um, I also think it's a psychological thing like alongside other addictions I think like always going for an unhealthy relationship is like a psychological thing because you don't um like you don't know what you should you don't how does that how you don't do know what it? your worth is or what you deserve yeah yeah like you don't value yourself enough to realize that you don't deserve that yeah and then on the flip side i would say the person that's like the perpetrator to mm. the toxic behavior yeah. Yeah. it would be that you're being abusive to this person whether it be physically emotionally mentally whatever it may be right mm-hmm. you're inflicting pain on somebody because of your addiction that yeah yeah no i agree it's it's hard um, but i think that's something yeah yeah definitely for sure it's i think that's a, definitely a lot to do with like your mental state addiction is very much your mental state i think um and yeah it can be classed as toxic to the person who has to like be there for you or whatever I mean, even then, is it right to call them toxic? But I think that at the same time, you're burdening... No, no, I don't think you can call someone a burden because they have an addiction. But it's hard. It's tough. Like, I understand that it's tough to that person and they may think that you're toxic, but they don't really understand, like, how you are or what you're going through. But at the same time, yeah, it can take a toll on your relationships, like friendships, romantic relationships definitely if you are not mentally able of being able to support this person to your fullest without being emotionally or mentally affected yourself my best advice yeah. would be to leave i'm sorry yeah. 
I know that might hurt the person as well, but like, I feel like sometimes we have to be selfish because you cannot yeah. help somebody if you're not at your 100%. Exactly. And this isn't to say don't help people when you're not able to help yourself, but I mean, you can only really support people when you're doing great yourself. Do you know what I mean? If you're both yeah, kind of like fighting whatever it is, you're not helping each other. Do you know what I mean? You're counterproductive. Yeah. But I think at the same time, like you, people have to understand that it, it is still a lot, you know what I mean? And I think if you've, for example, right, you've been, say you've been in a relationship with someone who's like been addicted to drugs for like years and you've been with that person for years, right? And you've been saying like, oh, like, I think you need to go get help or whatever. And then like, say for example they're not helping themselves and like it's becoming damaging for you to watch them like do that to themselves I think then you need to take like you need to do what's best for you and realize that this person isn't going to change or you can't be there anymore to support them because it's too much for you and I don't think anyone should look down on you or you should even beat yourself up about that because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day how yeah like you said how can you help someone if you're not even in like the right place to help them and to finish on that point you're not their mum or their dad right you're not their carer and you're not um qualified as a therapist psychologist a counsellor to be dealing with this person's addictions like the only person that can truly change a person is that person number one they need to want to change in order to change right it's not to say that this change won't come right and then on the point of of like being a burden there's a difference when somebody's addicted to somebody sorry somebody's addicted to something and Mm -hmm. you can see that they're really trying their best to Mm -hmm. like get themselves out of that addiction and then Mm -hmm. there's the i would say the toxic version of that would be this person lying to you Uh repeatedly not trying to change, not trying to get help or change the situation that's mm-hmm. leading a toxic life. Do you get what I mean? The next one, when your significant other wants you to cut ties with your friends, is that non-toxic? <laughs> what are your opinions? <laughs> right. <laughs> if we're looking at romantic relationships. You're so dumb. <laughs> but anyways, carry on. <laughs> I'm just going to put this out there. Guys and girls can be friends. And that is okay. However, and this is a big however, there are boundaries. Mm -hmm. And those boundaries should not be crossed. For example, I personally would not feel comfortable if my significant other was flirting with their girlfriends, you know, you can be close or whatever, but there's a difference when you're deliberately disrespecting me in front of me, around me, or like hiding things from me, blah, 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 blah. That's different. You know, that's borderline, I think, emotional cheating. And we've already discussed that. But if you're just friends, yeah, friends can do whatever they want. Like you can go out for dinner, you can hang out. I mean, not on a one-on-one thing. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's not a date. Yeah, but that's why I was like, uh, are you done? Stupid. Yeah, like, like, you can hang out or whatever. Like, but if if your significant other is saying, you need to cut ties with 
all of your friends and there's no and they haven't expressed why they feel that way like they haven't been like I just feel like you were you guys are a bit too close like I feel like you know something is going on here that I'm not that comfortable with like yeah explain to them okay this isn't happening but I understand where you're coming from and I want to respect you like there just has to be a bit of respect in the relationship and if that person feels like they're being disrespected you need to fix that because otherwise that relationship will quickly quickly and I tell you very quickly fall and maybe that's the best thing because maybe you're not meant to be with that person because if they can't respect how you feel about your friends then yeah however i think that it gets toxic when it becomes like aggressive or like unnecessary where they just don't want you to hang out with their friends your friends because they want you to be around them all the time or they don't want you to see anyone you're never let out the house you know i mean that's extreme but that could happen so that's when it gets a bit toxic because not even a bit toxic that's when it gets toxic because then that person is controlling you. They're controlling your life. They don't want you to see anyone else. And they might try and kidnap you and kill you in your sleep. See life. See life. No, <laughs> I, would, I would say I agree with you. Um, uh-huh. Like, how do I address this question? So, <laughs> when your significant other wants you to cut ties with your friends, first of all, you have to look at it from this perspective. Have you given your significant other reason to doubt your friendships, right? Are there characteristics in your friends that your significant other may deem as unhealthy or unproductive, right? That's one perspective. Are your girlfriends shaking their booty in your face? Wow. I wasn't going, okay, I wasn't thinking like that. But then also, you have to look at it from, are they making you happy? Do you get what I mean? Is this affecting your happiness? Mm. Because if it's affecting your happiness, I know this is quite a selfish way to look at it, then I would say you might need to confront this person and be like, yo, this is how it's going to happen. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But I think this question is quite difficult to answer in the sense that you have to look at it as, first of all, am I giving my partner reasons Mm -hmm. to have questionable thoughts, doubts, whatever it may be about my Mm -hmm. friendships with people? And Um, then also look at it from the perspective of, is it affecting mm -hmm. your happiness? Like, do you like your friends? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Aside yeah. from what your significant yeah. other thinks about them, do you like them, mm-hmm. number one? Yeah. And number two, is it worth losing those friendships for your significant other? Yeah. I personally believe that if you do not have friends outside of your significant other, it's very weird. Uh-huh, I agree. And it's very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Like, personally, I would... I like my space. I like my time, right? Mm-hmm. I get the whole ooey-gooey, lovey-dovey relationships and stuff, but I need my space. Do you get what I mean? We need to have separate relationships outside of our own. I think that's very, yeah. very important. And it's also very healthy, right? But let's say in the long run, things may not necessarily go the way you want. You've lost that person, but you've also lost 
those friends potentially as well. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Some friends could be forgiving, but Mm. I would say ultimately you have to think of two things. Like I said, first of all, why or have you given any reason for your significant other to doubt or question any of your friendships, number one? And number two, is it affecting your happiness? Mm-hmm. So, And also, I was going to add, in a healthy relationship, right, I personally think it is so, so, so wrong for someone to... This isn't a friendship or a romantic relationship. I think it's so wrong for someone to be like, I don't want you to be friends with that person. Because, first of all, huh? Who are like, you? Yeah. <laughs> um sorry I didn't realize you get to decide who my friends are Mm. like I understand if there's a reason and even then I don't think I would cut off my friends like I just think that personally yeah your friends can be one some of your greatest support systems and if you're if you're whoever you're in a relationship with friendship romantic relationship if they're asking you to cut ties with your friends just because I don't know I don't know. Like, I just think that it, I think there has to be a very, very valid reason why, like, that is happening. Because even then, like, cutting ties is a very extreme. I understand, like, maybe distancing yourself or, like, you know, just, like, limiting the amount of time you spend around this friend that they aren't comfortable with you being around. Like, but cutting that person off is very intense like and I think for someone to ask you to do that there has to be like a very valid reason otherwise yeah I think a lot of the time when someone wants you to remove a person from your life it comes from a toxic area and like something that they're dealing with and it's not usually anything to do with you in that friendship because it doesn't seem right to me like I've been in a situation let me even use an anecdote (laughs) I was in a situation once and one of my friendships, yeah, she was, you know, talking to this guy, blah, 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 blah. But this guy was my friend. You know what I mean? So then, and then like, I know what you're talking about, but carry on. (laughs) It didn't really work out or whatever. And then she wanted me to like defriend him because it didn't work out with her. Yeah. And I was just there like, huh? Like, this doesn't make sense to me. Like, the issue that you had is nothing to do with me. And, like, okay, people can call me out if they want to. Like, be like, oh, but, you know. These girls ain't loyal. No, they ain't. But, like, it, that's not the point. The point is, like, okay, you really need to know the full situation because nothing really that deep happened. It did turn out to be a lot of um like things on her part you know what I mean and that's what I'm saying a lot of the time when someone asks you to like remove that like person from your life it comes from a very like it comes from their uh, headspace that they're in and you may not be able to fully understand that until they like explain that to you or like you really sit down and realize why they want you to do that and then I think it can all be resolved and worked out however I would say it is toxic, personally. I think it is. I have so many friends that are friends with people that I just do not like. But Mm -hmm. I will never, ever be like, we're not friends if you're not friends with that. I mean, if you're friends with that person. Like, I will never do that. Because that's, I, I personally think it's childish. But also, 
if you're going to control that aspect of my life what else are you going to control like who are you who are you like no sorry not gonna happen not gonna run on my watch no yeah no i agree another one is they blame you all the time they can even make you believe that you have a problem i would say this is like gaslighting but what are your opinions wait what they blame you all the time and they can make you believe that you have a problem um i think this person has a lot of pride and doesn't like to be wrong they're toxic cut leave do what you have to do to remove this person from your life because they're not for you unless you're actually to blame (laughs) (laughs) like you might actually be to blame in certain situations however if you know that you're not in the wrong like just get out of there because i can tell you now i would say also it depends on how this relationship established like were you a vulnerable sensitive emotional not not to say that these are bad characteristics but did you have these types of characteristics where your behavior could be manipulated in a way where somebody like made you believe that you are a problem do you get what i mean even if they are the ones that inflicted pain on you or have done something wrong do you get what i mean because i feel like most of the time people that are in toxic relationships tend to prey on people that are you know deemed as weak or vulnerable because if you have a strong character it's quite hard to coerce or manipulate that person into doing or thinking um the way you think do you get what i mean yeah it really i don't think it's wrong if you if you are timid or whatever it's not wrong like that's fine Mm -hmm. you know however you're being manipulated yeah but and i think psychologically you're unaware of that like you're oblivious Uh, to that because obviously depending on how that relationship started do you know what i mean like yeah 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 most often happy healthy relationships start off on good you know foundations but i mean yeah. let's say yeah. if you had low self-esteem about how you looked right and this person always said oh you're ugly nobody ever, nobody's gonna like you blah, blah blah they make you feel like oh nobody else will want me but this person so i'd rather stay in this toxic relationship than mm-hmm. exit to the right to the left i'm joking but you get what i mean um yeah. so with friendships do you know what i mean some angry. people pray i would say mean girls for instance or even like jack the lads they tend to prey on weak people they control yeah. them right because it's easier isn't it? that's what they feel like yeah. most of the time i think that weak people are often um not weak people but like people who are more timid or like aren't gonna like fight you or whatever like are or often deemed as uh, pushovers um but i think i know a lot of people who would quote unquote be deemed as weak who know like when enough is enough you Mm -hmm. know so i just think you need to find out for yourself like if you are deemed as weak or or like you don't always you know stand up for yourself or you don't always do this i think you need to know when enough is enough and get yourself out of situations because you should know what you 
like you should know just because you're you have these characteristics you should also know what you deserve and what you don't deserve you know regardless of whether you're like shy or less likely to like you know say anything you know what i mean yeah yeah, i I would say to also link to that question it kind of goes um with well it doesn't go but it's another question um lying to one another about your whereabouts um (laughs) i think that um hmm, it depends it doesn't really depend that is very toxic um i think a lot of the time though it can come out of fear for example like when i was a kid i used to i mean no i didn't even used to lie to my parents but i know a lot of people used to lie to their parents right and that may become come because you, you think your parents are going to stop you from doing something i yep. don't think that necessarily means you're in a toxic relationship to your parents i think they you're probably a little bit toxic to them like you should just tell them however i think um in relationships if you're lying because you're scared that your other half is going to like say something or do something you're in a toxic relationship and you should probably well i mean you should leave um because why why have you got anything to hide surely like if you're in a relationship with someone you should be able to tell them whatever what if you're you know? planning a surprise birthday or i mean yeah that's a bit different <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> <laughs> yeah like yeah yeah tell them where you are ruin their surprise <laughs> but you know what i think you can look at this one from two perspectives um mm-hmm. you can't always necessarily think that well, actually, the question is, the response was they're lying about their whereabouts. But um, some people are very clingy. Like, you know... Yeah, but why do you lie still? I don't no, get but that. I mean, I have friends, for instance, that have partners where they've got, you know, that tracking device or whatever? Oh, yeah. And it tracks friend. where they are. And find it's like, friend. chill. Chill. Yeah. Like, should you be in a relationship with somebody that you don't trust where they are? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah i think personally toxic on both sides and clingy people should both all be in relationships with each other like (laughs) that is something that they should keep we should leave to the clingy no but then again if two clingy people are in a relationship that's very very toxic because like like i said they'd be like oh my god if they don't want to have other friends if they want to cling to each other like you know you do you okay However, if a clingy and a non-clingy are in a relationship, boundaries need to be set. You need to be able to respect where that person, what that person is saying to you, where they're going, and not stalk them. Because at the end of the day, it is stalking, okay? However, I don't see a problem, like, mm, I don't know. Is it that deep to have someone, like, tracking, like, having you on by my yeah. iPhone or yes 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 even if i'm lying right mm-hmm. <laughs> weirdo like that's so weird Don't yeah but i think really that, like weird. imagine coming home and your partner's like oh you told me you were at tesco's but you're actually at nando's okay. you well talking? like just don't lie i don't think it's that deep like i have my friends on snap maps <laughs> i mean i don't go and stare at my snap maps to find out where they are but like yeah. I think it's that, I mean, I, yeah, there's a lot that's, I think, yeah, if you know that your partner is going to be staring at your every move on the map, see where you're going, tracking every step, then yes, that's toxic. But if I have my, like, if I have my significant other on Snapchat, 
we will be on each other's snap maps because all my friends are on my snap maps okay like what if they don't have much well then cool (laughs) (laughs) i don't have my friends or find my friends like i think i don't use that so (laughs) i guess you won't know where they are no i just i I think it's i personally think it's an invasion of privacy like Hmm. if you find out this person's lying to you just drop them do you get what i mean Mm -hmm. like if it's a lie about where well, they're yeah. going then obviously that's a massive red flag like maybe what are you doing feel comfortable telling you you know what i mean like maybe you should just respect that they don't want to tell you this at this moment in time because for example you don't know that maybe like i mean this is a very different situation but maybe they're going to therapy and they don't want to tell you that they're in therapy yeah or maybe they're going to the strip club <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> a little bit different however i think it's very if it's becoming a habit like a constant thing mm-hmm. you know then yeah also i obviously don't lie don't get me wrong i'm not condoning lying but i think you need to like be able to put it in perspective like they've lied once in their in- your entire relationship you're not gonna end the relationship because they said oh yeah i'm going to nando's when they actually went to tesco yeah you know but then again, you never know. They didn't want to cheat Nando's. Yeah, but Tesco's and Nando's are two different things, and you spend X amount of time in those two spaces. So. Yeah, but maybe they realized they wanted a three pound meal deal rather than a cheeky Nando's. Are you going to really end the relationship because they changed their mind? The proof is in the pudding, my love. The proof. <laughs> all i'm saying is don't jump the gun but obviously don't tolerate it you know and if you're continuously lying to your significant other you're toxic that's it i'm I'm gonna do two more this is the example like oh don't you think you're spending a lot of time with x nowadays do you think that's toxic if somebody asks you kind of along the same lines as I don't like your the friend one like they don't want you to have your other friends yeah but I mean like you can look at this from so many different aspects like family your family could be like oh don't you think you spend too much time with x person your friends could be like oh don't you think you've been hanging around with x person Mm. and your significant other could be like don't you think you've been hanging around with x person a lot lately well i mean are they negatively impacting you that's the question i think there has to be a valid reason that they're saying this like have you suddenly like come home and i don't know you are a non-smoker and now you started smoking because the person you've been hanging around with also smokes and then they influenced you like i think yeah this is very circumstantial you know situational even okay Um, for instance if your husband Mm-hmm. was like oh i'm going to meet barbara right and basically he came back like let's say 10 o'clock in the night and then how long have you been hanging out like the whole day That's let's say lot. from, from <laughs> after work so 6 to 10 p.m right okay. comes yeah. home he's like oh i just caught up with barbara we had dinner blah blah right you'd be like yeah okay okay right and then he'd be like oh i'm gonna go see barbara next weekend but he didn't invite you do you think that's toxic do you think it's problematic do you it's problematic yeah for sure 
as in wait see there's a lot of things that come into was he like friends with you first or did he meet you through because if he met you through me and now you're going one-on-one hanging out huh (laughs) (laughs) sorry you're going to spend time with barbara for a weekend i'm coming let's all go don't me out like that i never said a weekend okay well if you said next weekend yeah, but still, you're going to hang out with Barbara next weekend. Okay, cool. Let me come. I haven't seen the girl in ages. You know what I mean? That's what I'll do. <laughs> I don't care. Are you mad? <laughs> That's only if like, I introduce you to him. Like, why are you hanging on out one-on-one with my friends? Like, especially, especially, maybe people think I'm toxic now, especially twice in a row in less than seven days. That's a lot. Well, maybe you know? it be more fun. Period. Huh? Joking. <laughs> wow. Break up with me, maybe he has more fun with me than he does with you, which is why oh, he's choosing his leisure time. I'm joking. I'm being. I'm being so problematic. Ignore me, guys. Like, <laughs> it's so silly. No, it's definitely problematic. However, I think there could be valid reasons why people are concerned about the amount of time you can spend with another person because that they may feel that that person is toxic for you. You know. I think to break it down. It comes to how much respect you have for a person. Do you get what I mean? I would say in regards to the opposite sex, it's different in terms of whether that you can deem that as toxic or not. Because obviously there's a level of respect that you should give your partner. Um, uh-huh. And you shouldn't spend too much time with the opposite sex alone, especially uh-huh. if you're married. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. But then if they're gay, then it doesn't... It's not that deep, I'm joking. But, um... Problematic! (laughs) No, but I mean, am I lying? Am I lying? Yeah, no, you're not wrong. If your friend is... If I'm hanging out with my gay guy best friend, Mm -hmm. my husband got to be worried about. Unless he's jealous that I'm spending or having a cracking time with my gay best friend. Maybe my gay best friend should give him some tips. Do you get what I mean? No, I'm joking. But, um... I think in regards to the opposite sex, you have to be very careful with the level of boundaries as well as the respect that you're giving your partner. If your partner tells you that, oh, I think that you should spend less time with this person, you Mm -hmm. should both as adults be like, okay, I respect you. And because I respect you, I'm not going to see this person as much. This isn't Mm -hmm. saying that you have to cut that person off. But it's yeah. saying that I'm putting boundaries there to show this yeah. person that it's not okay to spend X amount of time with each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all about boundaries and the respect that you have. Yeah. But then on a relationship basis with your friends and family, if they're saying this, usually it's because they probably think the person in your life might be a negative influence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's most of the time, that's the only time I've heard something anyone yeah it's usually because the person's not necessarily a positive influence in your life they're never going to tell you to cut someone off if they're positively influencing you you know what i mean (laughs) yeah yeah and then the last one is how you feel around them after feeling low drained afraid unhappy doubtful do you think that's toxic um if you're feeling if you're hanging out with someone 
yes i i think it is toxic in my personal and you and you come back if you hang out with someone you come back feeling drained tired i mean no you might have had a fun day but like feeling low like you know you're not in the best mood or like tired of having to have tired of having spent the whole day with them not because of an activity then i think that they could be negatively influencing you yeah um, and they i don't know they could be like just the way that they are i think that some people can just have a um a toxic atmosphere um <laughs> that's such a, a weird way to phrase it but like i've definitely had people in the past who after hanging out with them i've been like oh wow i'm glad they're gone you know what i mean <laughs> and i think then i think then you have to realize right this may not be it <laughs> yeah they're not the one you know what i mean so i think do yourself a favor and uh just leave that relationship yeah i would say i would definitely agree with that and also i think you know how they say i know it's very cliche you are the product of your surroundings yeah if somebody's a negative debbie downer always bringing down the mood unless unless they're going through some mental health problems right oh yeah yeah Uh, i would say even then i can't lie it's the same as the addiction one like if it is getting too much for you to handle um then i think just do what you have to do for yourself you know what i mean that is true Mm -hmm. when they go low you go high i'm joking Mm -hmm. but um i i don't know i think i agree with you in terms of that but i wouldn't necessarily promote it too much just because you don't want people thinking that they if they have problems they can't come to you oh yeah yeah then you kind of need to be a good friend as well yeah. like don't just be like oh my days i'm tired of you Stop yeah talking to me i think then again you have to communicate that oh i'm mm-hmm. here to help you on this basis that sounds really selfish but you know under these precautions i'm here to help you outside of this i can't help you for the, yeah. for the mental welfare of you, yeah. yeah, myself, my sanity, my everything, like, yeah, I agree. Because, you know, like, sometimes mm-hmm. you go in hoping to do something really positive for somebody, and then it ends up being very horrible and negative and toxic. Yeah, I definitely Natural agree. Fact, if you had addressed this from the beginning and said, "Yo, if you need help under these circumstances," ring up my phone, text me, I can help you. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, go to your GP. <laughs> that sounds so bad. <laughs> no, but I've been in a lot, of, well, not in a lot, but I've been in situations where, like, people have been coming to, like, really offload how they feel. And, like, it's fine if you, like, if you trust me enough to tell me, like, your problems or whatever. But it gets to the point, like, well, it was getting to the point with me for some of my, like, people in my life where it was just, that was it. That was all we spoke about. All we ever spoke about was their problems, like, all the time. And, like, that's, again, I know that some people need that, like, they need that. But at the end of the day, you have to realise you're not their therapist. Like, yeah. you, you're, in a rela- you're, in a, you're in a friendship with a person. You're not there to, like, be counselling them or, like, comforting them all the time, like, every day. You know yeah. what I mean? 
yeah. like it just gets to the point where they're not even being a real friend to you yeah. like because if all they're ever talking about is everything that's going on in their life and all the things that they're feeling then how are you meant to feel you know yeah. what i mean Definitely. like yeah it yeah no i think there's obviously you know if they're just coming you you guys have a lot in you know what i mean basically if you have a real friendship with that person maintain it be there for them don't just dip and leave because they're going through like a mental health crisis or whatever but yeah. if it's become a point where they don't even see you as a friend anymore just as something that they can come to and offload to like you know realize that is not you're not in a friendship anymore yeah and i think it's very important to also like be aware of make them aware that you're aware that this mm. is negatively impacting your own personal life. Like, I think it's very important to obviously be there for your friends and family and whoever it may be that you're supporting, like you said. Yeah. But when it becomes too much, I think mm-hmm. the person that you're supporting, you need to address that to them. But they also need to, as a friend, respect that you may want some distance or... Do you get what I mean? Like... Yeah just for the sake of making sure that your relationship or friendship remains healthy. Yeah, I agree. And on that <laughs> note, there that was tough the final, ones. well, I was going to say the final episode. That was the end of the episode on toxic uh-huh. relationships. Thank you so much, Anita, for coming on and co-hosting with me. I really appreciate your opinions on everything. I hope that all of the listeners that are listening to this episode got something positive out of it. If you're in a toxic relationship, leave, period. You don't need it. Like, if anything, Mm -hmm. life is about happiness. Happiness is a choice. Mm -hmm. If somebody is draining that happiness, leave them, cut them. Mm -hmm. Listen, do not sacrifice temporal happiness, right? Mm Mm-hmm for eternal happiness don't do it because you're scared to be alone wait, wait, wait. you or, mean don't sacrifice eternal happiness for temporal no. happiness i said don't sacrifice oh yeah that's what i meant <laughs> i was like no don't you dare tell me no yeah, yeah. that's what i meant um don't sacrifice it like like mm-hmm. i said happiness is a choice and yeah. you deserve to be happy mm-hmm. do not sacrifice your happiness to make Mm -hmm. other people happy yeah that's the end of this episode i hope you guys oh my gosh i just realized something that's the end of this episode please subscribe leave a review i keep forgetting to tell people to subscribe to this but please subscribe (laughs) to this follow me on instagram at strictly too much information the same for twitter strictly too much information and anisa's good i'm sorry anisa anita is gonna drop her social handle yeah um you can follow me on instagram um it's anita x dot o um i also have my own podcast i know that if you're there in the first episode which you should have listened to by the way um, I have my own po- podcast called The Talking Stage. So follow us on Instagram, the.talking.stage, and on Twitter, Talking Stage X. I love you guys. I'll probably be back again. <laughs> wow. That's very <laughs> But she probably will. <laughs> Thanks again, Anita. And that's Thanks. the end of this episode. <laughs>